On today's episode of Down the Wire, we are in the middle of the Sports Equinox Month. There is all big four sports going on all October. We have baseball. We're on to the NLDS. The NBA starts next week, and oh boy, the NFL is shaken up for week six. It all happens today on Down the Wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Episode number 88, Down the Wire. My name is Tom Wirtz. This is my brother Dave. Welcome to Down the Wire. We are a professional sports podcast in the most unprofessional way. Well, we we can't can't exactly uh, call ourselves professional. We're not getting paid. No, but we could. But we do this for you, And people. you could pay us. So hit us up. Yeah, to yeah. To pay us. Start, we're going to start a Patreon. Uh, or an OnlyFans. You know what? I'm down with both of those. Yeah, we could start like an OnlyFans podcast. We'll just do it with our shirts off. Y- yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm, you don't have to create sex content to be on OnlyFans. No, yeah. I, what do you think is the ratio between like normal content and sexual content? 69 to 1? I don't know. Yes! <laughs> Probably something like Perfect. that. <laughs> hey, Tom, how do you like how do you like my new setup? Do I look like I run the Death Star or some shit over here? Um, you look like you're compensating for something. I'm not sure what. Always. But, Absolutely. Uh, it's you, my penis size. <laughs> you you got the new monitors set up now. Yeah. I mean, this this fucking setup is going to get rad in here real fast. Like Come Sunday, when we do our no cap recap, which, you know, give a listen, every Monday we recap that week of the NFL. Uh, come Sunday, you're not going to recognize this fucking room. It's going to be rad as fuck. It looks good in here. It's getting official. It's getting nice. We're looking pretty looking pretty legit right now, and we're 88 episodes. Dude, Too I'm like, we're quit. like nine episodes away of Down the Wire with me left in college. Oh, I thought, I thought you were getting to, like, episode 100. I no. Was like, Tom, you better go back to college no. on that math. <laughs> no, 12 episodes away now. 88. Yeah. 88 straight weeks. Yeah, we were supposed to plan something big for episode 100, aren't we? Oh, yeah, we have a plan. Definitely. Big plan. Yeah, yeah we're not going to scramble last minute. All that stuff that's going to happen for episode 100. Probably, like, 100 different things. What? Are we gonna do? No. Are we gonna do no, no. the top one hundred do... moments of Down the Wire? Oh God! Uh, I would probably. I, there's no way I remember a hundred different things on this show. You know what? We what have, would be? We what, have just more give me than top five. Time. Give me top five right now. Just like sneak peek it. If you can name a couple things. Okay. Top five moments. First of all, Bucks. Uh, these are in no order. Okay. Uh, Bucks championship. Yep, I was definitely has that. to be on there. Yeah, we did that. That was was that our first emergency? That was episode? our first emergency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was, was a, a great one. episode. Um, I gotta also go drunk episode. Mm-hmm. That was stupid fun. Um, by the way, we are due for another drunk episode. That might be a hundred. Yeah, but we need someone special for that. Yeah, we'll get drunk with someone. Okay. Yeah, I like. I yeah. like where we're going. Uh, I think Tristan could be up there. Yeah, that was a fun interview, oh, uh, and yeah, that's our biggest interview 
Do both of them. Do Tristan and Mike. And because uh, Mike's and Jay Stu, Jay Stu. Oh, uh, you, you know what? Throw uh, Matt as in there as well because that Fuck. was a fun. Just, we got we, just we, our interviews. Maybe we could do a hundred. Maybe we can do a hundred of these. Things. That's just I what I'm know. saying. We have we haven't even mentioned the Albert Pujols no hitter run. Oh, that, that was, was good. A, that was awesome. What about what about the? I predicted Albert Pujols getting to 700 this year, and last year, uh, you had a big one last year. I can't remember what the fuck it was that we were like riding with pretty hard. Uh, I don't know. We just say well, so much. I mean, shit. We, we had another prediction that just happened this past week. Uh, oh, we'll get to that later. Uh, but that that was also a really fucking good run by us. Um, yeah, dude, just listen to Down the Wire. It's I mean, a lot I mean, of fun. You're listening to Down the Wire, but like, let's do a pyramid scheme on Down the Wire. Just you tell two friends, and then tell them to tell two friends, and eventually we just run the world like girls. Ooh, or Amazon. I was going off of Beyonce. I get it. I get oh, it. I was going off of our sister. So, oh, so girls. Yeah, r- right. Exactly. She works at Amazon. Perfect. Great. Uh, should we get to some sports? That wasn't sports. No, I don't okay. think so. That was just us. <laughs> Let's talk about some sports. It's October, so we can literally pick whatever sport we want. October, baby. We talk are about chocked it. full of sports and shit. Can I tell you something honestly real quick? Uh-oh. I watched the LA Kings versus Vegas Golden Knights game. Yeah. And I watched it without sound. Oh. But I did watch. That's like the first full hockey game I've ever watched. Uh, we are going to be watching some hockey now. Now that I put on. Uh, I have my- ESPN Plus, too. And that's where all the hockey games are broadcasted now. All right, we'll have to put that shit on. Yeah, I got called? it up already. No, here, no, like... like on the the fire stick. Ooh, okay, yeah, that'll yeah, work that way too. we get it uh, a lot easier, and I can watch when you're not here. Mm, okay, I love me some hockey, but it's October. We got to talk about baseball, okay? And the MLB yeah. postseason that's going on right now. We are through the wild card round. Did you approve of that three game series? Um, Ooh, dying. Yep. Uh, I. Did. I'll say I did. Well, didn't I tell you? I but, can't remember if I said it off air or on, but we were talking about it. Like the road teams are going to have something to fight for when they have to travel and only get to play games at that stadium. You know, that's going to be a different level of pissed off. And it kind of showed a little bit with the Phillies knocking off the Mets or the yeah. Cardinals rather. And then no the Padres Philly- knocked off the Mets. No, wasn't it the other way around? No, Cardinals were the three seed. And Phillies were six, Mets were four, Padres were five. But both road teams won in the NL. And then the AL, we had the Guardians beat up on the Rays, which that 15-inning game was nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And then the Blue Jays got beat by who? The Mariners. Yeah. See, three of the four road teams knocked out the home team on it. damn, dude. Yeah, that's a big deal, I think. Yeah, you're not not wrong. Uh, By the way, we did, like... Our predictions, and I think we were wrong. Like, uh, I yeah. think our World Series are still intact. Well, yeah, I went with number ones across the board. Well, that's like, true. I um, also know I picked the Blue Jays. Yes, you did. And I think I picked we both Cleveland, picked, though. We both no, we both picked the Cardinals. We did pick Cleveland. Wait, no, Cleveland was over. And I picked the oh, Mets. Yeah, I definitely think I. Well, I might have picked the Phillies. No, Out of did. spite, you did I didn't pick a single upset. That doesn't sound like me at all. No, you did. You didn't pick the Phillies. 
I know you did. We oh. both picked the Mets. We both picked the Mets. But the Phillies played the Cardinals. Yeah, I know. Let's play the picked Padres. The Cardinals. We picked the Cardinals. We picked the Cardinals. I don't know. I'd like to look at the tape. I'm going to look okay. at the tape next okay. week. Okay. But anyway, we're into round two now. And the way it's shaping up in the NL is the Dodgers are playing the Padres right now. And the Goose, man, the Goose took over yesterday. The legend of the Goose. And PETA is pissed, dude. They want to know what happened to that Goose after the game. Now, what if they just would have sniped the Goose? On okay, the I'm not going to lie. Like, the entire time, I was waiting for it to get hit by the ball. Like, it was just chilling. <laughs> so, they did have to go pick it up because it was not going to leave. I get it. And they were playing a couple rounds of, like, they were throwing a couple pitches in between. And I was like, this is a bad idea. This goose is going to get hit and then die on national Dude, television. All I could think of was goose on the baseball field. Look at that goose. That's a big unit. Oh, big unit. Whoa. Yeah. Like... Uh, I I didn't want to say anymore. Do you have that for a quick? Yep. I knew it. I yep. knew it. Yep. I fucking knew it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but legit, that's all I could think of was like, holy shit, yep. that's a mother. That's a big fucking goose. Yeah, yeah. And I also thought of the big unit blowing up a smaller bird <laughs> that looked that looked like a goose, but it wasn't a goose. <laughs> no, it was like a pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Dodgers they are split right now. Game one went to the Dodgers. Game two went to the Padres. Josh Hader came in for like a four-out save. I think he's back, man. Oh, fuck. I think me. he's going to fuck us this you whole know, entire Dude, thing. and you know what? Just watch. Just to throw the biggest middle finger to Milwaukee, they're going to win the World Series. Oh, no. I hope not. Wouldn't that absolutely kill you? Well, considering that... Don't we? We also sent them Trent Grisham. Yeah. Did we send them someone been, else? He's been having a f- uh, um, Zach Davies. Zach. Yeah, I don't think he's there anymore though. Right? No, I, uh, I don't know. Is he in the Cubs? Oh That's yeah, you're right. right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's on the Cubs. Uh, but he was there, and he was actually doing monster shit. Yeah, he got another contract because of it. Um, but yeah, uh, Trent Grisham's also been a dog in uh fucking uh San Diego. So. You know, yay, we can't do shit. Fuck you, David Stearns. Moving on to the other NL game, uh, the Phillies and the Braves. Now, everyone saw that first game with the Phillies, and they lit it up, and they almost blew it all. And then they lost the next game, so it's tied 1-1. And I think the Braves are just going to sweep out this series. I think the Phillies are done. I think the Braves figured it out. Like yeah, they yeah. damn near should have won the first game. They just were too far back. They came down seven to one, got it to seven to six. I don't think the Phillies are they're, they're kind of outmanned now. They're they're the team that does not belong compared to the rest of them, in my opinion. Yeah. I I, I think the Braves are gonna handle business. They got lucky beating the Cardinals, I think. I I mean outside of the fact that they had the firepower. Like, don't get me wrong. Well, I think the NL Central just needed to be called out for the fraud division it was this entire year. I mean, I don't think anyone thought the NL Central was that good. I've said it all year. It's the worst division in the MLB. For sure. It wasn't even close. On top of that, the Cardinals got so much praise because of Paul Goldschmidt's awesome year, Nolan Arenado's awesome year. They they had name power all over the place. Obviously, Pujols, Yachty, and Wainwright had their last dance as well. I don't know. I think that team was not that good. 
personally, it was a little overrated. Compared to the top teams in the NL, I don't think that Cardinals team belonged at all. Dodgers, Mets, Braves, no. That's not a Cardinals team that belonged up there either. They got the three seed because of that shitty NL Central. I'm over it. Moving over to the AL, we have the Yankees going up against the Guardians. And the Yankees won game one. Game two got postponed. So that is not going to happen today. That'll happen tomorrow. Yankees looked pretty good, man. They looked pretty good. Garrett Cole came in, shut it down. That's why you pay him. I, you know, as much as I would love the Guardians to kind of win, uh, again, I, I'm jumping, jumping right all over the Guardians name. I, I like it more and more. And uh, maybe it's just because they have such an endearing team. But as much as I would love them to win, they're just not going to. The, the Yankees are fucking great. Well, it's going to depend on the starting pitching. That's for sure. And that's what Cleveland's got a lot of good number stacked at obviously the Yankees are a little more top heavy in that Nestor's gonna go tomorrow so that's pretty good for them they get a free day of rest on Garrett Cole that's probably gonna be pretty crucial now like he could probably pitch game four now instead of game five be ready for that so that's gonna be big I think the Yankees also I'm rooting for Cleveland I am I would rather Cleveland win this I'm kind of rooting for Cleveland to win the whole thing I don't think that's possible really yes over the Mariners? Yeah. I'm not... Dude, you know me. I'm not a Coastal guy. I don't like rooting for Coastal teams. I tried to with the Mets because of Dan. Look how that turned out. Yeah, you you kind of killed them. And no offense. We'll get to the, to the Mariners, too. They I don't think they have the, the strength to take down the Astros. Well, let's get into it. They're yeah. taking on the Astros right now. And how defeated can you look after blowing that first game? That was a bad look for the Mariners. They were up... I want to say three or four at the time. They should be worried. So actually, fun story about this first game of the ALDS game one. Um, I was watching it at work, and Adam Roberts, who was on the podcast with us, he now works at WTMJ and does newscasting and producing there as well now. He um, wh- he came in, watched, saw me watching the game, And in the ninth inning, the Astros kept showing this crying child, okay, (laughs) who was wearing an Astros jersey. And Adam, the first time he saw the crying child, was like, oh, yeah, like the Astros are going to win. 100%. Yep. They were down three, and he said they're not going to just keep showing that kid for them not to win. They knew. And then Jordan hits the (laughs) walk-off. Jordan. (laughs) And boom, gone. Knew it right away. Kid was freaking out, crying even more. And I had to go tell Adam as soon as it was happening because he was in the other room. But he was all over that. And I don't know if the Mariners can bounce back from that. It's starting to feel like the clock's hitting midnight. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just thinking on, like, is this going to be one of those, like, once-in-a-lifetime seasons for the Mariners? Or do they go back to their losing starting next year? They got um, a lot of good pitching. They have a lot of good pitching. They just wrapped up Castillo for a little bit, too. Yeah. George Kirby's really come on this year. Uh, they did get Robbie Ray, yeah, too, last year. Yeah, that's who year. I was thinking of. That's who I was thinking of. So they have a pretty strong pitching staff that should be able to outlast. I mean, look at the AL West. Obviously, they're not going to beat out Houston, but yeah, you got the A's, soon. Angels, and Rangers at the bottom otherwise. Oof. Yeah, there's nothing else <laughs> in that AL West. They're, they're fine. 
So I think they can still be there, but I think the Astros are going to probably just mollywop the rest of this postseason still. And yeah, I think biggest shock for me was probably Toronto falling, maybe St. Louis. I'm not, I'm was not very shocked about uh, Toronto, man. You know, I, I had I, a bad vibe about Alec Manoa starting. Like I love Alec Manoa and he's a big guy. So I love the big guy. I, I don't know. It didn't have good vibes for him going out game one. Yeah, I mean, it's not Bartolo Colon, man. Right, or that, Joba Chamberlain or something Joba. like that. Fuck, that was a, that's a fucking name. Or Seth McClung gets a start in the postseason. Seth season. McClung! Dude, that's episode 100. Let's get Seth McClung. Yeah, okay. Big fatty dog. Sure. We and more it. more into the October baseball as it breaks down right now. Uh, Houston is actually playing uh, Seattle right now. Score is 2-1. to one. Bottom of the six. Good number. Astros are down. They're coming up to bat. So we'll keep an eye on that during the show. Let's talk a little more baseball, though. Probably the biggest story right now, other than the postseason. Something we all saw coming, I want to say. Twins don't make the playoffs, as the AL Central was probably the least predictable division this year. A lot of people had Chicago being at the top of that. And maybe Cleveland near the bottom, some people, but they won it. The Twins, they were fighting for that. They brought in Carlos Correa this year. Remember, he got the highest AAV salary ever, like $35.1 million because he had to make $100,000 yeah, more. Than... That was going to be the contract that changed the MLB. Well, he had a bunch of opt-outs and twins didn't make the World Series or the playoffs. So he opted out. He's going to be a free agent again and he's going to add on to this pretty stacked free agent class that includes names like Aaron judge, who I'm sure is not going to move anywhere, but also Trey Turner. Another shortstop as well. If you're going to pick a shortstop now, Dave, would you rather have Trey Turner or Carlos Correa? Give me Trey Turner all day. Yeah. All day. I'm thinking Yeah, all day, dude. Trey Turner is so he, dynamic. He's, he's looking like he's going to grow even more. I think Correa's kind of hit his peak, which is very good. Yeah. Not not shitting on Carlos Correa at all. He's a top five shortstop in the I league. I think Trey Turner is gonna be a dude. And if he gets a little bit of a power swing in there too, he's so fast. He can play anywhere on top of it. I think Correa opting out, I don't know if he's gonna get a deal that big again, though. Who's gonna pay him more than thirty five million dollars? Oh, that big? No way. Um, he's gonna go for a long term one now. He he didn't like be the, smart. He didn't like the Minnesota gig, so he, now he's gonna go to the Yankees, right? Uh, they need a shortstop, damn near. Good lord. Kiner Falefa is there right now. I don't think uh, they're this, sold on. I him have by any means. I have the free agent class for 2022, 2023. Dear lord. Real this quick, is... before you do that, Correa did have a five-and-a-half war season. That's pretty good, right, for offense and defense. 150 hits, 22 homers, batted 291, and had an OPS of 830. So that's pretty solid. I mean, right around his career numbers, too. OPS plus was 140, too, so that's really good across the MLB. I think he can get $30 million. I don't know if he's going to get 35 He might get like a 10-year 300 now or something. Who's in this free agent class, too? Well, okay. Like now, mind you, these aren't uh, these are ones that have like mutual options, club options, or whatever. These are just people that are on the list. Mm. First of all, they start off with Trevor Bauer. LOL. Uh, yeah, he's not getting hired. Not gonna get signed. Can't get signed. In fact, well, can he get signed? Technically, he can't play next year. 
but could he get signed? I don't know. I guess. I, I wouldn't see why not. Maybe. Sure. Um, dude, Nolan Arenado, Chris Sale, Jacob deGrom, Justin Verlander, Carlos Verdon, J.D. Martinez, Trey Turner, Noah Syndergaard, Aaron Judge, Brandon Belt, Eric Hosmer, Adam Wainwright, eh, Clayton Kershaw, eh, uh, Evaldi, Justin Turner, Jose Abreu. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a name I want the Brewers to target. Uh, Jose Abreu. Evan Longoria, Aroldis Chapman, Anthony Rizzo, Kenley Jansen. Ooh, if the Bucks got, or if the Brewers got Rizzo, man, oh my god, Anthony Rizzo might be my favorite player. I should hate. He's and, only played for the Cubs and the Yankees. And, and so, like those are those are the big dudes, right? Like we still got Jorge Soler, AJ Pollock is on this list. Um, Aaron Nola, you know, if, dear. God, dude, it's a this stacked is like class. Luis Severino, like I mean, again, there's there's just so many fucking names. Baseball's Dansby getting Swanson? good. Ooh, okay, so Correa, add Dansby to that list, and then rank them one to three. Is it? I is Dansby below Correa? I mean, that's pretty tit for tat uh, right there. They're I'd, pretty similar players. Yeah, yeah, that's pick who you want. Let me look up uh, Dansby and, real quick. Yeah, I don't and, know if he had a more uh, better war. Dude, Andrew season. Benintendi. I, I, like, this is just nuts. Now, we get it. This is super early. Most of these guys are going to resign. Probably. You know, take the club option or the player option or whatever. Arbitration. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. But just to see that list, I, I mean, what was that? 25 guys? Yeah, a lot of good names there. Holy fuck. Dansby Swanson also had a 5.7 war season. So, like I said, very similar players. And he could definitely be on that conversation, too. Like I said, if the Brewers went after Jose Abreu, I'd be very happy with that. The Brewers need like to a, go after any of these oh, guys. Oh, I mean, yeah. All the names we just said there, they better be in conversations all right. for all of them. Let me just uh, let me just scroll through and see. Dude, Jerks and Profar. I mean, fuck. I'll dick him. Uh, let's let's try to find the most Brewer, uh, like biggest pickup that they can get. I think it's Jose Abreu. I need no, a guy no, who can about, smash I'm lefties. About, I'm talking about like the most Brewer move, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you know, last year was Andrew McCutcheon at the age. That's why of I 35. think that's why I think Jose Abreu is that move because he's like 36 or whatever too, and he's got that fake ass MVP that no one really cares about. But all right, it's. <laughs> it'll be martin maldonado come mm, back come there back yeah <laughs> what's well, like a relief pitcher that's like the fourth relief pitcher on that list oh shit uh that's the one the brewer is gonna bring in no like no Boxburg. how about right? rich hill yeah 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 <laughs> see that's where we're talking yeah. brewers are guaranteed top guy on rich hill right oh look now. here's uh, another guy trevor rosenthal remember that move mm. we'll explore more of the uh, mlb free agents in, in the coming weeks because why the hell not we love that yes um but we have more shit to to talk about we just wrapped up nba preseason um that means the season starts next week i'm so excited i'm really excited to get back to basketball i don't know why i i think it's just like a new toy every time you get it every year you want to try it out again like we had a new nba season coming our way bucks they're gonna open up with philly yeah dude fucking ben simmons got guarded by 
AJ or not, uh, Alex Green. Yeah, and yeah, he's on got, he's on the Nets now too. Remember? Yeah, but I mean, he, <laughs> dude, like, dude got covered. Like, oh, that's right. Oh shit, I didn't yeah, forget he's about not that. there. He's not there. Um, it's James Harden and Joel Embiid now. <laughs> Fuck, never mind. But Ben Simmons did have that video of him shooting the air ball. Did you see that? Yes, when I they did. were on the street. Yes. Why does he ever shoot? Kyrie, like, not in gear, just like... Oh, he was high as fuck. <laughs> he was high as shit. He was so baked out I, of his mind. I don't think... I don't think I am more... I've ever been this pumped for an NBA season. No, I'm really excited for the Bucks, And the Bucks are, like, the favorite to win it, I think, right now. As far uh, as... Uh, the or the e- Warriors. No, as far as the East are concerned, I, I don't really see a team... Bring it on. We want all the smoke in Milwaukee. I, 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 I'm serious. Like, I don't really see a team I'm, like overly scared of it was boston but with all this Ime Odoka shit oh yeah that's there's no way turmoil all over there's they think no way blake griffin can come in and save that no nothing over there in boston uh i will blake say this griffin. jesus i forgot about that too i will say this uh, i'm not gonna throw any names out not that i think they listen but a guy on the station that i work at said that when the bucks play the lakers uh wesley matthews would guard lebron Bring it. Are you forgetting we have Giannis? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, I don't understand uh, that shit. at all. So, no, I don't think he would at all. Uh, uh, weird, weird little, like, tie-in to this. So, Draymond Dr- Green got into his shit with Jordan Poole last mm-hmm. week. Yeah. Draymond getting traded, right? No. In fact, I, he's not even getting suspended by yeah, the team. Which is nuts. They're right. crazy. Um, I mean, he stuck him hard as shit. He dude. has to be traded. I don't think so. Oh, no, they're going to keep it together. And you know what? Kind of disrespectful to my Milwaukee boy, Jordan Poole. But they, or they're going to get rid of Jordan Poole. I think they'll get rid of him before they get rid no, of Draymond. No, I don't see that Well, they have all. to sign Jordan Poole. They have to. They do. Because he's going to get a bag. If uh, Tyler Hero gets $130 million. Draymond's about to catch a bag. No. Yes, he is. He's passed it now. No way. He will He will get himself a contract. Why? I don't think he's anything more than P.J. Tucker. He was really good last year. Like, get sneaky it. good. And you know what? Every championship team needs a Draymond Green. I get that. He's a winner, and that type of mindset player translates well, here, so to So hear winning. me out. So hear me out. Bucks and and Laker or um Laker Warriors do a trade for who? Give me Draymond mm. and we'll give you like Brooke Lopez and a one. Ugh. I don't want to give up a first round pick for Draymond at all. Ooh. And I don't know, man. I think that's a good trade. I don't know. I think Bobby's our Draymond. No. Well, no. PJ was our Draymond yeah. when he was here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How about how about Brooke Lopez? We're really small one. if we get rid of Brooke. Brooke Lopez, a one, and George Hill. I mean, you can take George Hill now. Yeah, go ahead, take George Hill all you want. <laughs> like that's, I know this is that's how I sweeten the deal for you. But I don't think I like George Hill. I just think Javon Carter's better now, so George Hill seems pretty useless on the team. He sucks. Well. He, he was sucks. he was okay the championship year, and last year he took a little bit of a step back. Yeah, but he wasn't on our team, wasn't he? No. Oh, well, they it was brought, the year after then. Yeah, I thought they, he was on the no, championship team. No, he was team. in between. Mm. Well, last year it wasn't his year. I get that. He sucks. He's not terrible. He sucks. 
It's just Javon Carter's way better. So there's no like reason. Don't like Any, anything else you want to talk about with this NBA shit real quick? Uh, like I said, dude, I think the Bucks have an easy path. Um, yeah, as long as they stay healthy, obviously. That's, you know, first and foremost. Uh, like the West is probably dicier. I want to mention, I want to throw out, uh, we've been shading Zion all year long. You have. You have to. I've remained faithful to Zion. What? I will find the receipts on this when you're like John Morant's better. And I'm like, hold on. Wait. I didn't, you didn't even hear what I was talking about with Go Shane. ahead. Go ahead. We've called him fat. Okay. Yeah. I call everyone fat. I'm fat. I yeah, but he was fat. fat. Yeah. And I'm giving him some credit. Dude looks good. Yeah. Lost so, some weight. So I, I know. Because we he, were calling him fat. He probably yeah, heard it on he, down the wire. You know what? Yeah, sure. So throw us some love. Zion, serious. That about? Come on the pod. So again, I'm still saying I'm sticking to my guns. John Morant is going to be the better player in the long run. Well, he might be, but I'm still gonna say Zion when he's healthy averages 22 and eight and eight or eight and five. It's more than just numbers, man. More okay. Than just well, numbers. he's playing for the Pelicans, so that'll yeah. They're tell playing you a lot for the too. Grizzlies. Grizzlies are way better than the Pelicans. Oh my God, chillax. Because of John Morant. Um, next. Let's go on to some NFL stuff. That's it for the NBA. Um, we got problems in the NFL. Yeah, we got a couple of problems. Lots of problems, in fact. So let's start with the league problem first, okay? The league's got a problem. And if you're listening, I think you know what it is. It's roughing the passer. Reffing the passer. It's bad right now. They have no idea what the hell to call, and they're just throwing a flag for everything again. Yeah, yeah. Dude, this is shades of Clay Matthews. Yes. What the fuck? We saw it last week with Arthur Smith's Falcons. They this past got... week with, with these two past weeks. Like, are the, the Falcons game changed the game. Right. I mean, they were on that last drive potentially winning it. And then there was one in Kansas City as well. Yeah. What the fuck? They don't know what they're doing. There's no way to fix it. That's the problem. It's a subjective call, right? This is the same thing with pass interference when they did that. They tried to make it a reviewable play. And if they do that with roughing the passer, it's going to ruin the game. It's going to be the same thing. It's going to be the same thing that happened with pass interference. They're going to be throwing a challenge flag for it as many times as they can. There's going to be a couple calls that get screwed up. They need to just eliminate that part where you couldn't land on the person. Get that rule out. Okay, okay because but that has now was... made people think everything is landing and aggressive. Yeah, but uh, the Grady Jarrett one uh, on Tom Brady, t- Brady landed on Grady Jarrett. It was a bad one. That one was really bad. They said he unnecessarily threw him to the ground. I mean, he tackled him. It yeah, was football. It was a clean tackle. Wrapped him around the waist and everything. I don't know. Like, I want... As as far as like a statement itself, the idea of like being able to review a roughing the passer makes sense, right? But I'm 100% on your side. It's going to slow this game down, which is what they don't want. Right. And I, I just don't know how you do that. Well, the only problem is they only make rules to benefit offense anymore. They don't make yeah. any rules to benefit defenders anymore because they want them to score more points. And now you got people just outright saying a bunch of NFL players have come out, both offensive and defensive, 
saying like these rough in the backs or shit is stupid. Well, it's now just controlling the game on top of it. Uh, you can't obviously that you always say you can't bring it down to one play at the end of a game, but if you're Atlanta, it kind of feels like you can after that one, right? Yeah, and and. They and the, were just making it up after to Kansas City. Whatnot. And the Derek Carr one was nuts. Yeah, it was that ridiculous. one was bullshit too. Um, by the way, uh, Devontae Adams, you about to catch a, a that was roughing the passer. That was roughing the passer. <laughs> that was that, roughing that the that photographer. One, he yeah. got charged. What a raider! Yeah. Move. What a raider move. Well, look, and I got people that are like, "Fuck that!" Like he didn't do anything wrong. I'm sorry, Devontae, straight up. Push the guy. He didn't yeah. bump into him. And like the most pip squeaky cameraman ever, too. Also, though, it's not like he stopped and tried to pick him up or even check on him. He stood over him, did like the like, yeah, bitch, like standing over top. It was and a then shove. stepped over him. It was a full extension of arms. Yeah. Fuck that. Like you it wasn't anything up. incidental by any means. No. But we also have problems with our own homeland. Yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah. And our Green Bay Packers. Uh, we mentioned this on Down the Wire. I really, or Down the Wire, sorry. <laughs> on uh, No Cap Recap. Uh, by the way, give a listen. Every Monday we recap that week's uh, NFL games. Um, but I needed to bring this up because I am seeing a fucking trend with this Packers team that has got me concerned. Uh, not... Not just for this season, but the future. I really feel that the Packers have a lot of problems. You have mentioned it many times before. They have an identity issue. You believe that they're a run team. I tend to agree with you. And they just don't realize it. Mm -hmm. right? You said that a billion times. Um, And I think one of the people who are actively hurting this team to an extent, or at least to what they could be is the one and only Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You're a big Aaron hater now. Uh, I'm concerned. I'm concerned of the way that he is calling shit. I'm concerned at his level of accuracy and the overthrowing that he's been doing. He looks bad. He doesn't look good. He does not look good. I will say that last two years, MVP, obviously, He's well behind in that race right now. He's far from the MVP of the NFL. And now he's becoming a contentious person in the locker room. Yeah, uh, Jair Alexander got asked about the loss to the Giants on Sunday. And in a very innocuous sort of uh, statement, he just said, you know, it would really suck if we lost to the Jets too. Like then it's a real problem. And Aaron Rodgers, so something, again, he's just making a statement. Like, we're not, he's not down and out. He's saying, like, we need to be better. We're going to, we need to play better. And Aaron Rodgers took that and literally threw his ass under the bus, called out Jair Alexander Mm -hmm. and said, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty bad that you're talking like that. So now there's, there's a problem on this team as a whole. And that falls on uh, Matt LaFleur. So another person I have some problems with. Matt LaFleur is, needs to be more of an aggressive coach. Mm-hmm. He needs to actually grab the nuts of the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, he's kind of being Aaron's cuck right now. 
Yeah, because he doesn't want to piss off his, his star quarterback. Right. I get that. But, you know, at this point, you're in year four. You've gone 13-3, and three, or 13 wins, rather, every season. Fucking nut up. Get out there and tell Aaron Rodgers, like, yo, I'm done doing this pass, pass run shit. This is the play that I want you to actually do. And if Aaron doesn't like it, he can walk away and go attempt to be on another fucking game show. Guess what? Jeopardy's all full. So, I don't know. Go do lingo or some shit like that on the game show network. I think that Aaron's going to retire after this year. Yeah, you had sent me something that you you kind of see like the writing on the wall. Well, I I don't know. I think he just thought it was going to be easier. Right? I think he thought it was going to be sweet, and I think the NFL is a lot. I, 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 we had prefaced this earlier. The NFL seemed stacked. It seemed like it was the most spread out talent we have seen in the NFL in a long time, and it proves. Look at all the teams that are 2-3 and three and 3-2. Three and two. The fucking Colts are above 500 somehow, and that might be one of the worst teams in the NFL. The power is all spread out in the NFL right now. And I'm going to go look on it on Twitter. Now I did have like an official account tweet out and I don't remember who it was. Okay. So this comes from Michael Balco of, uh, ESP. He worked on, uh, ESPN rivals USA today. And he said that he's spoken to multiple people within the Packers organization and the Aaron has made it clear, quote, that he plans to retire following the season. Then what was the deal with signing a fucking three-year contract? Potentially five-year. Right. That's what I'm wondering now, too, on top of it. But I think he, like I said, he probably just thought it was going to be a little bit easier and didn't realize the wear and tear it would take on his body as well. He doesn't have the offensive weaponry he thought he would have, I think. See, and I think that's wrong because I actually don't mind the weapons right now. I I think that they're not being used correctly. I also think that Aaron's vision is a problem. He is still having horse blinders on for certain people and missing a lot of open targets. Romeo Dubs smoked the goddamn Giants defense all game. And whether it be Rodgers not being accurate or just missing him outright, Romeo Dobbs could have had like a 150-yard game. I really like Randall Cobb, what he's doing this year too. I'm not – when you eye test watch the Packers, you have to see this is a completely different Randall Cobb. He looks about as good as he's ever looked in a Green Bay uniform. He's just not – targeted as much maybe used as much because of his age he looks fast he looks like he's in football shape he's going up for balls it's way different Randall Cobb than it was last year when we saw Randall Cobb here then we look at the other options right AJ Dillon just doesn't get used anymore I don't understand that I don't know what's coming from and we saw with Aaron Jones how effective he's been all year and he just doesn't get used anymore. He's averaging no. over 90 all-purpose yards a game, Aaron he, Jones. Aaron Jones is a first-half monster. Yes. And then in the second half, they just said, nah. No. And it's like, again, I'm, I, again, I can't read the 
you know, what's actually happening in that locker room. I wish that that is such a fly on the wall situation. Yeah. But what we have been told in the past is Lafleur calls an, uh, an offense or calls a run play and a pass play, and Aaron Rodgers gets to choose, which is fair. Sure. But you, if that's the case, then the the blame for the second half against the Giants needs to be on Aaron Rodgers because of the, what, three drives, right? One of them being that 36-second uh, killer that all they did was throw deep balls that were terrible. Mm-hmm. They were terrible throws. And that's on Rodgers. Yeah. So what the fuck? I, we'll have to see. I like Dobbs right now. He looks really good. Um, How, Dude, I want to see more Watson. Yeah, I don't know what he's been doing. I think he's kind of been banged up, right? So it looks like here, looking at the injury report for Green Bay, Watson has not participated in practice for some hamstring stuff. And it looks like Mercedes Lewis also did not practice and some other guy I've never fucking heard of, too. But Tipa, everyone else... Tipa Galil? Yeah, I don't think he's ever played. <laughs> Everyone else, like the team's getting a little bit healthier as it comes back. You know, we're getting yeah. Jenkins back and Bakhtiari's getting back to full strength. Oh, man, he's washed. It's more of I'm just concerned about Aaron's trust in his offense. And I don't think Aaron trusts this offense at all, at all right now. And that's why I think if the Packers were to flounder this year, he's gone. Which would mean? Jordan Love time. That means a backup. I grant he'd be a starter at that point, but he's still a backup. Uh, but look, but like, here's the thing: Jordan Love would run the plays that Matt Lafleur calls. Maybe. And uh, again, I'm not saying replace Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying that Love is the better quarterback. I'm not even saying that Love's going to be a, a Hall of Famer, a Pro Bowl level quarterback. But with the way that he, uh, with, with the fact that he would be a younger player that would listen to his head coach i i feel like it might be a he good can't option. be worse than justin fields right that's uh, kind of my thought i don't understand this hate for jordan love we just and don't know i i understand you don't want to love you know not pun intended I, you don't want to like jordan love but you can't hate him you haven't seen shit you just don't know anything right what's the point right you can't say he's ass the because two he's... games that he played in in the, in the actual regular season, one against the Kansas City Chiefs, which he, he had like three days notice, not even right. He found out that Friday he was starting. Mm-hmm. What, what you're supposed to prepare, and then the other one was the Lions, which he came in in the second half. Yeah, chill the fuck out, people. We don't know anything about him. Oh yeah, that was our Packer rant for the week. And uh, God, so that's the angry. dirt on them. Apparently, Dan Snyder has a bunch of dirt on the NFL. He's oh, staying too. Yeah. Which, if Dan Snyder can blackmail you, like that's some shit. Dan right? Snyder apparently went out and got uh, like private investigators, yeah. <laughs> so you knew he's gonna be the owner forever. We're Washington. not gonna talk. We're not gonna talk like too much into this because we don't have shit. No, we don't. I don't want to speculate too much because. Okay, but what owners are on that list? Jerry, Jerry Jones, Jerry's Robert Kraft, uh, Stephen Ross. Yeah, but he he they already know he's a piece of shit, so that's fine. Uh, um, what's you think the Waltons make it? Broncos? No, nah, yeah. but I was thinking, I was thinking, um, the Bears. Ooh, the lady. Yeah, what's uh? Why can't it? It's Hallis. Hallis's yeah. wife. Yeah, uh, daughter. 
daughter. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah the, she would be the dead Hallis too, probably. But it's not Hallis. Uh, what's, I can't think of her last name. It I don't know. Matter. It's a woman. I know um, that much. Rams. Yeah. Cronky's on yeah, that yeah, list. You already know. He's way too rich yeah, to not be on that list. Oh, and, uh, oh, fucking Seattle. Al Davis. Oh, not, not yeah. Al Mark, Davis. Mark, Mark Davis. Mark Davis. You already know. He's, dude don't have a head, a haircut like that. Mm-hmm. Looking like the, the bad guy from Despicable Me. Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> he's fucking. You already know he's dirty, doing dude. Doing some shit. Maybe they have something on. Who's the owner of the Carolina Panthers? Is it Steph Curry yet? Steph Curry was trying to buy him. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. But they're the first team that's eliminated a head coach. Dude, we called that shit yeah yeah i we literally said that i brought it up as a talking point during no cap recap does matt rule make it to mid-season and then in the final recap i was like matt rule's gone yeah boom next day that was fucking fire he's gone and as deserving as it should be i would say no one's surprised no one's surprised that all that matt rule is gone he had a terrible record as a head coach and my favorite stat of him is him being like one and what? What was it? One and what? Twenty six. If he gives up more than seventeen points, I thought it was twenty five or twenty four. Something like that. He's only won one game ever where he gave up seventeen points. Uh, just so you know, the Bears average seventeen points per game. Oof! Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> Good Lord. That's we we kind of get robbed out of a no Bears versus Panthers matchup, too, with Matt Rule there. How gross that game would be, too. Well, yippee, we get Bears commanders tonight. Yeah, uh, we're we'll both, get to that soon. We're both taking Chicago, by the way, in case anyone's wondering. We're finally to. recording before at a normal time now, so we don't have to. Yeah, it's like too normal. It is a little too normal. <laughs> it's not but, even 5 o'clock. Well, it's about to be. Uh, but, yeah, so... Like, that's another one of those failed Power 5 coaches that just hired right out of college. No NFL experience. Uh, And so, Deadspin put out a very fun little article. Uh, I wouldn't even say it's an article. It's just a list of the... uh, Ranking the 12 NFL head coaches hired straight from the Power 5 college ranks since 2000. Let's just go over them and give her a little bit of quips. Yeah. So where do you want to start? Start at the back, dog. Yeah. Absolutely. It's Urban Meyer. Uh, yeah, that's hands down. I mean, three he... and fourteen to to play, and then unceremoniously canned from the NFL. Uh, just fantastic. Well, he was he was like three and eleven, wasn't he? He didn't finish the year. Oh, three and fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. Why? What? He f- he didn't play the whole year though. I, okay, man, so they gave him the credit game. for all the losses or something? Maybe a uh, preseason? Is that what they're gonna count? That seems a little bit much. Like you don't need to add on to the shit resume that Urban Meyer had. That what he presented to the NFL should have never left Ohio State. Should have never left the college game. He's gonna go coach at Nebraska or something now. Watch Badgers. No, that's gonna be Jimmy Leonard. 100%. He's locked that up yeah. pretty much. But yeah, Urban Meyer at the bottom right here. That seems. How is Urban Meyer actually working? Dude works for uh, Fox Sports. How? He's an analyst there? Yes, he oh went my back. God. That's crazy. Moving on, Atlanta, Bobby Petrino. We all remember those days. Yeah, this is. He's so happy Urban Meyer came to the list because Bobby Petrino was going to be there forever if Urban Meyer never went to the NFL. Yeah. That was a. Pretty bad failed experiment. 
Uh, and then my favorite part is they have like high light and low light. Yeah. So the low light of Bobby Petrino obviously is him saying he was going to stay in Atlanta and then he went to Arkansas uh, and going right away back. And the highlight they have here is winning back-to-back games in week nine and ten. Yeah. That was uh, it right you, there. You know what? And I, I, I'm going to adjust that low light. I know that they're talking about his, his NFL career, uh, but, dude, the low light is 100% that fucking ATV accident that he had mm, where he was, yeah. like, riding with his mistress or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next, it is Steve Spurrier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, this one, highlight. Going 4-1 and one in the 2002 preseason. Nice. Four, four and one. Remember when there was five games in the preseason? No, I don't. Dear and I'm Lord. so happy there isn't. That seems so <laughs> stupid. Well, he probably played the Hall of Fame game. Because don't you get five if you play the Hall of Fame no, game? No, dude. That's how they used to be. Ugh. That's so gross, man. <laughs> Why would you ever want to play five meaningless games? It just seems like someone's going to get hurt, too. Um, yeah, Spurrier's gone now. He went back to the Gamecocks after two and had a couple of nice runs in there. He was uh, in the AAF last year, or two years ago, or three years ago. Jesus Christ, AAF was three years ago. Yeah, yeah. The Orlando were... Apollo, Apollos. Yeah. No, you know what? It needs is that to the be... worst name from the AAF? That, that might be like, like it. worst name ever. Yeah, that name sucks. Next, Greg Schiano. Um, he went eleven and twenty-one. I didn't even realize he had that many games in yeah, him. Yeah, Greg Schiano, dude, another guy that was a piece of shit. And like, they had a local radio station buy a billboard of Greg Schiano asking him to be fired in yeah. Tampa. Yeah, I remember that. That's terrible. Uh, and again, another dude that needs a needs an extra is his little shit with um with Rutgers, where he's like beating dudes up and shit right and now he's back there yeah yeah so that's i don't know what was going on with that but yeah he's at rutgers now and they're three and three and that's pretty damn good for rutgers but yeah he was pretty ass in tampa then we get to matt rule and so where, where is that exactly on this list what is he uh fifth worst fourth worst fifth worst it started at one with a different one so now we go over to six, like, so what? That makes him seventh on this list? Something like that? Because I think the last one isn't a slide either. Matt Rule, 11 and 27. So he was 1 and 27. That's 100% what it was. Um, Dear Lord. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was 25. You're right. It's at the bottom. Lose, lost 25 straight games where the opponent scored 17 or more points. Straight games. Yeah. That's even worse. Because he won his first game. Yeah, the first one that they were up. Yes. When they when they gave up 17 points, he won the game. And now they lose 25 straight. Do you think he's going to get another job in college? Not anytime soon, dude. He's kind of got to let this one wear off. He was there too long. He's being gonna, asked be for to too collect, long. Like, what is it? Eight hundred and forty thousand dollars, like every year for the next two years. Well, or no, every month. It's a buyout of some years. sort. Did you hear the buyout for Paul Christ? Fat eleven million dollars. He needed to go. Oh my god! I could not believe that. I was like, holy shit! Wisconsin just used my tuition to buy out Paul Christ right there. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, yeah, Matt Rule, he's gone. 
I don't think he's going to be back in the NFL anytime soon. Or never. And Nick Saban is above him on this list. That's saying something. Yeah. And you remember how failed he was in the NFL. Obviously. Just the fact that Cliff Kingsbury is still on the fucking board. Yeah. Is remarkable. And obviously Nick Saban, we all know him now for the greatest college football coach of all time, probably. But was not great in the NFL. And he famously picked Dante Culpepper over Drew Brees. Uh, because Drew Brees didn't pass his physical. LOL, 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 LOL. And he and never he, really got into it in the NFL. When, um, that's when Culpepper went on to have, like, the most fumbles by a quarterback in a season. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It was something like 40-some, like, fumbles or something. I think shit. it's 23. The record is 23 for most fumbles, I think, because I looked it up after Matt Ryan had nine fumbles after the first three games or something like that. I would say it's 23 or 24 is the record, but I think Matt Ryan can definitely break that still Nick Saban. Yeah. Not, not a great, not a great NFL tenure by any means. Moving on. Doug Marone. I remember Doug Marone. I liked him. Was he in Jacksonville ever? Uh, wasn't that another, well, there's Doug Peterson's there now. Yeah, that was another Doug. There's even another Doug. I thought Doug Marone was in Jacksonville as well. You should look that one up. But this has him in the Bills gear, which I do remember him as. Uh, he did lead the Bills to their first winning season in a decade back yeah. in 2014. And then he just quit. Yeah, there was some like contention there. Uh, where I, can't, I think it was like him and ownership or management were like getting at it. And he wasn't able to... like. They're like management was trying to like coach the team mm. and like the direction that that he wanted to go and you know Marone said fuck that. So he's the O line coach for the Saints now. Didn't even know that. Oh, Didn't know he was in him. there. Yeah, good for him. Doug Marone. Moving on. I think the list is all right so far. This one has Butch Davis. Yeah, dude. And he was the last uh, last Browns coach to make it to the playoffs before Stefanski. Right. Yeah. And what is Bottlegate? Why do I not remember this? Uh, Low light of his career is Bottlegate. I mean, we'll just open this in a new thing here. Uh, the beer bottle game? Oh, that's when they all threw. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, I didn't know it was called Bottlegate, I guess. I think they just sort of added to that now. Yeah, takes you right to the Wikipedia page. But, yeah, that's when they started throwing all the bottles on there. I do remember that very vaguely as well, too. Butch Davis, not terrible. Could have been worse. He was playing for the Browns, you know. Didn't he take Tim Couch to, like, the playoffs? Some Anderson? I don't know. Chip Kelly then comes in next. Oof, Chip Kelly. And he, uh, I don't know. He, like, was good and then sucked. It was really weird. He was good for the 49ers, right? No, he was good for the Eagles. Remember, he's the one who brought Mike Vick out after Kevin Cobb got hurt. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, and then Mike Vick just was good again. Yeah. Lit it up. Kevin Cobb. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that was when Clay Matthews, uh, sacked him and gave him a concussion. And then he popped up and he had the grass chunk in his head. Yeah. 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 So it was a really funny visual, but chip Kelly, I think he's at UCLA now, right? Yes, Yes. he is. And they're six and oh right now. 
in the country. So good for him. He just wasn't made for the NFL, maybe. Didn't Chip Kelly have like a like a similar to like a Rex Ryan's like foot fetish? Didn't he have some weird shit like that? Mm. I don't know if I knew Rex Ryan had a foot fetish. So no. What? That was like a huge thing. Oh no, I'm completely off on that. Oh yeah, my bad. Uh, next is this uh Cliff? Yeah, it is Cliff Kingsbury. He is currently the third best coach hot damn from power five since 2000 according to deadspin and i don't know man i'm yeah i'm not sold on it i'm not sold on it he's just too cute he wants to be kyle shanahan so bad that's who cliff kingsbury is he wants to be and he wants to be uh andy reed the Cardinals want to be the Chiefs mixed with the 49ers rather than establishing who the Cardinals are. That's the problem with the Cardinals since Kingsbury's been there. He was Mahomes' guy, obviously, at Texas Tech. Now in Arizona. I think he's on the hot seat, to be honest. Yeah, get him the fuck out of there. Next up, Bill O'Brien. Oh, my God. This dude's number two. Isn't that crazy? That's fucking nuts. I think we always give Bill O'Brien a little bit of a bad rap because he was so terrible at the end. Pretty much if this was just coach Bill O'Brien, totally good. But remember he yeah. was the general manager. Yeah, I too. mean he he will literally go down with the one of the worst trades in NFL history. Maybe, yeah. I mean he got DeAndre Hopkins for a second round pick. And David Johnson. Who was not on the team anymore? I I would say no. Damian Pierce, right? He's the running back. They don't they don't yeah, use yeah. David and Mark, and Mark Ingram. Jr. No, Mark Ingram's on the Saints, remember? Because I said oh, that last right, week. Right. It's but he, um, did, he was on the Texans. He too. was. It's some other guy though. It's Rex Burkhead. That's what it is. He's back? Yep. Mm-hmm. So now the Texans, obviously, Bill O'Brien has damn near they're still feeling the effects of Bill O'Brien. Well, oh yeah. Right now. That's why yeah. they suck. I mean, this team was a. That's why they hired the pastor to be the fucking GM because they need to. He won get the devil three out of there. division titles and won two playoff games. Yeah, like that's a pretty solid resume for Bill O'Brien. Houston was nothing without him. They obviously drafted Deshaun Watson, and then they were able to get some momentum going from there. But Bill O'Brien was a big part of that, and. He handled uh, the whole Penn State situation after, what's it called over there? So, yeah, good for Bill O'Brien. And then number one, this is the easiest pick by far. It's Jim Harbaugh. Oh, yeah. And he had to be. He's the only – I didn't realize how he's the only coach who really was that good from college. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Since 2000. Only him and – uh, Bill O'Brien have winning records, mm-hmm. but Bill O'Brien's is like 52 and 48, I think. And like I said, we have such recency on Bill O'Brien where his last two years or year and a half were just atrocious. So I just equate that with Bill O'Brien was terrible forever. Yeah, that's, um, that seems to be pretty nuts, man. Did- 44 and 19 obviously had the NFC championship game three times, made it to the Super Bowl. Kind of just left because he wanted to go to Michigan. You know, they called him. So, boom, that was it. And now there's that. 
Yeah, is there ever going to be, like, another fucking Power 5 coach, like, uh, anytime soon? Oh, I don't God. think there they're really shouldn't. What's that Cincinnati guy? He gets a lot of buzz, right? No, stop it. I think P.J. Fleck, a lot of people like him, too, but Minnesota kind of fell off, too, after that. Yeah, I mean, why would you leave? If you're such a dominant coach in college, you can make more money than you yeah. can as an NFL coach. Yeah. I don't know, man. And you get to be the GM, plus you get to be the head coach. As a college coach, you get to do all the recruiting. You get set, more money. Right. You get to set all that stuff. Like, it's it's pretty legit. I'd stay in college, too. All right. That's probably going to wrap us up there. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, that was from Deadspin. Who did this article? Did it say? Probably. I don't know. I forget. But that's uh, the 12 best coaches for the power five the nfl switch right there i think they did a pretty good job yeah I, honestly it was seemed to be pretty straightforward i think maybe you i don't even know if you can put kingsbury above bill o'brien not yet definitely can't no he has to he has to at least pass him bill o'brien has two playoff wins like that's pretty impressive i guess um i i didn't really take that into account let's get back to the football and talk about our top five and power bottom. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get it going. Uh, Tom, you want to start it off? Of course. I would love to. I got yeah, it what's all your five. Yeah. We got to go. Are we going top five first? Yeah. We all always do top. We got to power bottoms have to be the, have to be beneath. Yes. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Coming in at number five for me, I will put the Dallas Cowboys. That's where I think is a fair spot for them right now. All right. They don't have Dak Prescott back. Maybe they don't need him. Cooper Rush has been great so far. The defense just looks shut down. Micah Parsons, if we had a NFL redraft, a fantasy draft, like something you could do in Madden, right? right. I think the first Three, if we're going off picking your guy because you want to pick for immediate, like immediacy production and just immediate production, <laughs> the immediacy anyway, <laughs> plus you want to try to get a guy who's young so you could have for a long time. I think Micah, Far- Micah Parsons would be a top five pick. I think the first I, he might even be higher than that. I would say number one's probably Mahomes. Number two. Josh Allen, three, maybe throw Lamar in there somewhere. Okay, okay. And I'm thinking Micah Parsons is right next to that. I love watching him play. He's on his beast mode shit right now. And he's just so good after playing a completely different position in college, which always makes me just baffled. Credit to Mike McCarthy and company. Oh, God. (laughs) Coming in at number four. Um, this is where I will put the Minnesota Vikings. They just seem to win football games. And I know I was talking about how Justin Jefferson was going to have a great year right after week one. That looks pretty damn good. He, you know, he averages the most yards per game of any player ever. Uh, receiving. Yeah. What is he like? 125? No, no, it's 93. 93 I, i'm surprised it's not over 100. he did get shut down i think week two or three one of those oh so it just 
brought it down like that much. Well, that's career NFL career ninety three. Oh, he's I'll the most about this season. No, Holy maybe shit. this year it might be more. It I might bet be. you he's averaging like over a hundred. Yeah, guy's been fucking yeah. nuts. This well, if season. he's got more than. 500 yards for sure right uh, I, well I'm it's just, five games i'm just saying like i i we do uh studs and duds right it's like it's very difficult not to put them as my stud every fucking week i will say this with minnesota just from the vibes of the team and with kirk cousins at the quarterback i don't know if he's you know i love kirk i really do and i try to defend him as much as possible I don't know what's going on this year. It doesn't look as perfect. It looks like Justin Jefferson is carrying the team. Right. It, I might I might go on your take and call him the best wide receiver in the NFL now. Uh, yeah, it's to me it doesn't as, seem hard, man. As he, well, I, it feels like you have to put him above Cooper Cup because he's done it three years in a row now, and Cooper Cup has done it for and, 18 games. And gets better. Yeah. Cooper. I, but I think those are the two guys. And I think you can throw Tyree Kill in there if you want that as a preference. But if I had the first pick of receivers, I'd probably take Justin Jefferson too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Number three, I'm putting Buffalo. All right. I think the Bills are really good. I think there's two teams better than them. That's kind of how it comes down to it. And it's probably going to be the ones that were there last week for us. Well, I'm going to put the Eagles at two. Oh my God. And I get it. They're five and oh, they kind of had a hiccup against the Cardinals last week and could have went to overtime, missed the kick with a super backup kicker right now. Jalen hurts only has four passing touchdowns in the five games and two interceptions. So right now he's on pace for like 14 p- touchdowns and seven picks this year. He has no passing touchdowns in three of the five games that they've played. I think he can just shut the run down and have a shot to beat Philly. So that's why I, I think they're beatable. That's where, that's why I put them at two. All I'm right. not discrediting what they've done for the five games, but that's why I put them at two. Okay. Then we go into our number one team. I think it's the Chiefs. I think they're just good. Sorry. You saw Monday night. They were down 17. I knew they were going to win the whole time. Travis Kelsey had four touchdowns. He's a beast. Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the NFL, regardless if he wins the MVP or not. I think the Chiefs are the best team. All right. All right. That's my top five. I am I'm, I'm a little shocked. Really? Yeah. Because you didn't have the Ravens on there. I would have thought that that's like your team. I know. I put Minnesota in there, but that four spot's been pretty flexible. Like the fives usually moves up to like the three or the four, and then the four gets booted. That's kind of how it's been. So I put Minnesota up there expecting them to embarrass me now because I talked about them being good. So... I, I left Baltimore out this week. I'm not selling Baltimore by any means. I'm going to mimic your five teams. I 100% agree that the Cowboys are in this top five. Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, From their defense alone. Look, I'll just be honest. Cooper Rush is a guy. Like, is the guy. The and, guy. 
Dude, I, I jokingly said it on the final recap, man. There's a QB controversy, man. No. I, at this point, yeah. I don't think so. Uh, at, I'm sorry. What has Dak done in recent weeks? Or, I mean, not weeks, but um, years. He, I've been, t- you know what? You're listening to me too much because I've been feeding you all this information about how Kirk is just as good as Dak and no one's ready for that conversation. And now you're like, Dak sucks. And it's not that. It's that Kirk is better than you think. This team will instantly get rid of Cooper Rush as soon as he, Dak is healthy. Instantly. Mm, In one you second. You are doubting the racism of one Jerry Jones. I don't know. If, <laughs> but you are also doubting how much Jerry Jones loves to brag about the money he spends. Okay, that's fair. So Dak Prescott earns a lot of his money. He loves to do that. Now, I can't wait for Cooper Rush to go get a contract from like the Texans next year and then just completely suck after because that's where this is headed, I think. But I I like what he's doing right now. Uh, And my number four, I have to agree with you. The Vikings are the fourth best team. Mm. But again, like this is a team that I'm whole, I'm giving them their respect now. I, I'm worried about them in the future. Okay. That's where I feel like with the Vikings. Yeah, well, That's why I put the them thing. at four. Here's and those the three teams seem like they're by and far above the rest of the league, to be fair. Here's the thing, though. Until they lay an egg, why am I going to doubt them? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's why the Packers ain't in this list. They oh, laid a fucking sure. egg. And, you know, part of me wants to throw them in the, the bottom five. That's not happening, you people. Can't. Don't worry. You can't. Don't worry, you, you, you nutbags. Uh, but, um, I mean, they did. They dropped. They laid a fat one. And I'm not going to lie. That NFC East? Holy shit. Stacked. Stacked. I did leave the Giants out, though. I'm sorry. They're, no they, respect. They're right they're honestly, they're six. They can be six. I could put them right in that fringe. Like, they, are they in your top ten? I would say definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they have to. Um, be. number three, I agree. Buffalo Bills. They got a big game this week. Uh, with the number two team, Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. What is the chances that, um, that game, which has just been hyped up as like the biggest rematch of all time, biggest revenge game? Ooh. That that has ever been, and it's just gonna be complete shit. Ah, uh, no, I'm. I got faith in it. I got faith in that game. I'm yeah. rooting for it. It's gonna be prime time material. Uh, and then number one again, it's gotta be the Philadelphia Eagles. Sure, they had a scare, but guess what? They're undefeated. You shouldn't be knocking them for that one little scare because they found a way to win. Um, and as long as they are undefeated, they're going to stay at the very top for mm, me. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah. Which so, makes some sense, I guess. I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. They're the last undefeated team. All right. Power bottom time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one I've been waiting for. I've been waiting to give off, get these off my chest here, these power bottoms. <laughs> Number five. I'm going to do it right now. I'm putting the Denver Broncos. I don't give a shit how many one in four teams there are. They suck. They need to be in this list. They suck. Somewhere. I don't care. I haven't even looked at the other teams really all the way. If you watch the Denver Broncos play football and you tell me they're anything but a dog shit football team, I don't think you watch the game. I agree. They don't have anything fun. I'm totally out on Nathaniel Hackett. 
completely gone. You finally in my boat. Well, I'm now wondering if Russell Wilson was a system quarterback. Uh, I mean, shit. It I don't, looks rough. He was, right he was now. starting to show this shit with Pete Carroll. Maybe you know what I mean. And now, but it, he it, had just about maybe the same equal distance of weaponry in Seattle. I mean, they have a bunch of receivers in Denver who I guess they probably had a little bit higher expectations for than they did than they should have. And DK and Tyler Lockett were the only thing over there in Seattle. So that's yeah what I'm seeing from it. I'm putting the Denver Broncos. I think they're a worse team than the Seattle Seahawks right now. Absolutely. So I'm putting the Denver Broncos there. At number four for my power bottom, I am going to put the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oof. They're bad. Look at the point differential right there. Do you see it at the bottom? They have scored 77 points and given up 128. They suck. And you know what? This Kenny Pickett experiment is going to suck all year. And it's just because he's a rookie quarterback. I'm not doubting Kenny Pickett or anything. He's actually got a couple of... The Bills game was a setup. I mean, that was... We all saw that coming. I called it as the 21-pointer. They were going to get their ass kicked from the jump. It was a terrible first game to go into. But I still think the offense is just dead in Pittsburgh. They don't know what to do. If Mike Tomlin pulls a 500 season out of his ass this year, we should just put him in the Hall of Fame right away. Just put him in the Hall of Fame. Don't even need to retire. He can go ahead and be in the Hall of Fame. Next, I'm going to put... The Houston Texans at my number three. Frequent visitor on the power bottom list. They got their first W. So they mm-hmm. escaped the bottoms sure. of the power bottom because I think they were my two team last week. They now bumped up to three. I've given them some love. They have a tie. Um, yeah. Davis Mills somehow. I, I don't know. That That's where it feels right to put the Texans because – I think the Panthers are worse than the Texans. I agree. So I have the Panthers at my second worst team, and that leaves me with the Washington Commanders still as the worst team in the NFL. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Look at you. That's my five. Uh, Meanwhile, uh-huh. I left the Raiders off, who are behind the Broncos still, but I think the Raiders would whoop the Broncos' ass. Hot take. I'm not putting the Texans on this power bottom. Ooh, okay. Uh, my number five team, big hot take, I'm putting the Miami Dolphins. Whoa. They're three and two, but I think... Well, Skylar Thompson's going to start this next game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, going to be a fun one. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a very fun quick hit about them, uh, later on, but yeah, I think, I I think their season is doomed. Mm. They might, I don't don't know what the rest of this, you really switched on them. I, well, here's the thing. Two is practicing. Yeah. Uh, so again, not playing yet, but I have a, this weird feeling that two is going to come back in shambles mm. he is not going to be that guy scared to play it, he's going to have that rg3 like look what they did to me oh no i know like you were you were about to be a fucking stud and now your career is done mm. I, don't, I don't know maybe i'm wrong 
Maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, I'm putting I'm putting the uh, Miami Dolphins at my number five because I think it's just downhill. Okay. Uh, number four, I'm putting the Oakland Raiders. Um, have to put them in there because I think they're ass. Uh, and I I have a feeling too that uh, it's not going to look much better for the rest of the season. Okay. Oakland Raiders. Well, they're in Vegas. So sorry, Fuck. said it twice. So I didn't Vegas correct Raiders. you after the first for one. once. Hey, for once, that's me, not you. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but the Vegas Raiders. Do they have a top seven pick going into the draft? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think the Raiders are that bad. They have a brutal schedule. It's brutal. And they've thrown away games now. Three times they blew a 17-point lead this year. How is that possible? Three times. (laughs) McDaniels, not a good look. Uh, My number three team, I'm putting that Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, yeah, they're, they're dog ass. shit. They're, they're ass. And Kenny Pickett's going to see a lot of growing pains. I'm not saying he's bad, but, uh, again, yeah, this oof. team is just very set up poorly for him right now. There's not a lot of hope in my eyes for Pittsburgh. Yeah. My number, they two. will have a top seven pick this year for, for sure. sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, my number two, a team that has more wins than the Raiders, the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've been out on them all season, man. Or as pretty much after week one, you're gonna say. you're gonna have this power bottom list and not have the Carolina Panthers on it. Yeah, that's crazy. They're so bad. Dude. They are. The Panthers suck. They are. They're that, bad. I, I'm I'm expecting to see that. Like Baker Mayfield has the worst QBR since Jamarcus Russell. QBR is a made up stat. I'm so just don't care. saying. Uh, but I have a feeling this is going to be that week where they uh, like. They're so happy Matt Rule is gone. They win. I don't know who they're playing, but no. Uh, my number one has to be the Washington Commanders. They'll sit on this uh, at the one spot again and, until they show me otherwise. They're ass. All right. Ass. Well, we think we know the best and worst teams in the NFL. Let's see if we can predict all these games correct. We did better this past week. Oh yeah, how'd we do? Uh, remember, I was nine and eight, and you were ten and seven, I think, uh, something like that. Uh, yeah, nine and seven, and you were ten and six. Yeah, that's pretty good for us. Well, now we kind of have a feel for what teams are what. You know what I mean? Like we, it was a little unfair in the beginning when all of a sudden the Jaguars wanted to like win football games. That was a little bullshit. Uh, that made no sense. We knew what teams were going to be good. The Eagles being five and zero. Oh, I don't know if we saw that coming, but. Yeah, now we kind of have an identity of these teams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, let's go through the predictions. We start off with the Thursday night game. We are recording ahead of that. Look at that. Ooh, we're on top of it. Commanders versus Bears. Bears. Yeah, got to take the Bears right now. Commanders um, suck. We just said they're the worst team in the NFL. And especially after the news that dropped uh, today, Dan Schneider just more or less saying, fuck you, I'm forever owner. Yeah, he's more focused on owning the team than putting a winning football team out there. Like, legit? Well, you know, I'll save that. I'll save that. Um, uh, yeah, gotta, I got to go to the Bears. I think Justin Fields might have a game. Yeah. I don't know, man. Though, I will. Hey, you got to get a shout out again. Brian Robinson, now RB1. Yeah. Wh- Look at that. I'm going to put many men right here. Uh, many men. Uh, next Ravens versus giants. Yeah. Give me the Ravens, bro. I'm taking the Ravens because I will say I have it a stat that the first team to ever go to London and win 
and then not take their bye week and come back the next week and win, Minnesota Vikings are the only team to do it. And that was last week. Since they've been going to London, if you didn't take your bye week and you played a game after you went to London and you won the game in London, you always lose. So All right. I am very so confident in the Ravens. this is more against the Giants than it is the Ravens. No, I also think that the Ravens are probably going to have are a pretty a good team. game. They're, they're, a they're, they're a good team, man. The Ravens are a good team. They've had a couple of bad losses. A couple of bad losses. Uh, right. Uh, I'm also taking the Ravens. Uh, it's pretty hard for me to uh, bet against Lamar. I realize that uh, I think they're, what, a 3-2 and two right now? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean... I'm sorry. They're the better team. They are. Lamar's, Lamar might be the MVP right now, too. I mean, he might be. I, I told you Jalen Hurts' numbers. It's probably not him. So, uh, you, you know, that's something that, uh, honestly, Micah Parsons might get there. He could. Yeah. yeah he's fucking nuts. Uh, next up, Jaguars and Colts. I'm taking the Jags. All right. Because the Jaguars own the Colts. Do they really? Yeah, I think so. This is this is like a dicey game. Um, the Texans own the Jaguars, the Jaguars own the Colts, and the Titans win the division. That's how it works out every year. The the thing is is that the Jacksonville just laid such a fat egg mm-hmm. last week. Um, yeah, and you can pick Indianapolis and the sixty nine points they've scored all year and be happy with it. Well, now I kind of want to take Indianapolis. They have scored 69 points this That's year. That's amazing. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but, yeah, okay, I'll go Jacksonville, too. Okay. I, I think. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, this is this is, uh, is kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, they were shut out. Uh, it's just th- such They shut shit out the Colts football. in week two. They did. And Trevor Lawrence looks terrible. He's not looked good the last two weeks. So you're saying they're going to turn that around? I just refuse to pick the Colts. Matt Ryan looks horrible. Is that who you're talking about? No, no Trevor Lawrence has been terrible as oh, well. Oh, okay, okay. That's what I thought. I just wasn't yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Jaguars. I think you're right. All right, next up, it's Patriots and Browns. This one's kind of a tough one to me, I think. Is it? Yeah. Patriots are kind of on my, um, like, on the outside of the power bottoms. Power bottoms? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They've, they're doing pretty well with Bailey Zappi, though. I don't like this Cleveland team either. They can't close. Jacoby's kind of not it. And it seems like a Bill Belichick game. You know, he got fired by the oh, Browns. Yeah, he loves fucking with the Browns. Right. You know, Damn, revenge. you're right. Like, I... Uh, it's an away... We're picking a lot of away teams, though, again. Uh, I'm taking New England. I'm sorry, I am. I, I just think Bill Belichick yeah, fucking Bill toys Bel- with him. Belichick hates... Oh, is Miles Garrett going to play? Uh, I don't know if he's I'm back say yet. No. Yeah. I'm say no. Yeah. Um, you're right. I fucking, I was trying to convince myself to take the Browns, but I can't, I forgot that Belichick hates the Browns. Yeah. I loves. can't, I can't, I can't bring myself to pick the Browns to beat Bill. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm taking the Patriots too. God <laughs> damn it. I don't like going uh, all up like that. All right. Next up it's Bengals and saints. Yeah. Um, one of the few places that I take home field consideration in to play Superdome. is new Orleans. And this Bengals team is yet to really find itself from last year. I think still 
maybe a little bit on the rise right now, but they still don't have Jamar Chase really working. Joe Mixon's not the same Joe Mixon again. Remember, we were hating no, on Joe. No, he's back to being Joe Mixon. Right. We were like, oh, we hate Joe Mixon. Then we were like, hey, let's get on this Joe Mixon wave. And now he sucks again. So what the hell? I'm taking the Saints. I'm going to take the Bengals. Okay. Because the reason why the Saints won last week was because of Taysom Hill. That's mm-hmm. not going to work again this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to try that shit, and the Bengals are going to sniff that out. Hey, everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face. And this punch in the face just it's happens Draymond to be oh. Taysom Hill's face mask. <laughs> so, okay, okay. Uh, I, again, I'm going to buy in to the uh, to the Bengals this week. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's stupid, but yeah. Next, it's Bucks and Steelers. Yes, and I won't pick this as my 21 pointer because I picked against the Steelers last week. So I'll leave it for you. Um, but I'm going to take the Bucks. This is not going to be my 21-pointer because I have a better game for it. Yeah, I know, and I ruined it. So now you're going to pick that one instead. No. Uh, What do you mean? Ruined it. Let me just double check. Yeah, I ruined it. Maybe. Uh, Maybe not. I don't know. There's, there's, There's solid games there. I guess I'm still taking the box. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Oh yeah. You'd be insane not to, uh, they might win by 21 points. I'm just not picking it as my official 21 point game. Uh, I feel stupid doing that. Tampa Bay is minus eight. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I would hammer that. I would hammer that. (laughs) Like there's no way they don't win by 10 points. There's no way. Okay. Yeah. A hundred percent. I would hammer that 49ers at Falcons. Yeah. And this Falcons team, speaking of spread, they're five and zero against the spread right now. Look again. Say what you want. Mariota has been putting in one hell of a season. I don't know. I'm more buying in Arthur Smith. That I told you last week. I'm kind of starting to like this guy. Okay. I don't know why. I just do based off of, like vibes. You know, he's not okay. up there with Dan or Brian Dable by any means, but he's kind of like a rung or two below them. I'm really starting to buy into Arthur Smith. Sure, sure. Although the San Francisco team is better now that Trey Lance is hurt, so I'm taking San Francisco. Yeah, I got to take. I got to take San Francisco, man. Uh, The Falcons haven't been able to close any Mm -hmm. games. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, unfortunately, like, that's that's going to be a big factor to me. Yeah. Uh, Next up, it's Jets and Packers. I don't even want to pick this game. Good Lord. Packers are minus seven and a half. What? That's yeah. crazy. That's the spread. Why would they do that? That doesn't even seem. Holy shit. I might take the Jets in the spread. Seven and a half. I'm nervous as fuck for this game. I am super nervous for this game. Jets had a good win last week. Packers got to travel back. Zach Wilson actually looking like the number that was a two overall pick. Okay. Okay. Yes. But we're in Lambeau. It's the other place I take home field consideration into, okay? Fuck that. I'm going to grab, I'm going to go after it, and I'll get burned by it if I need to. I think the Packers win this like 24-20. I I would not take the Packers on that 7.5 spread. I would stay so far away from that. Oh, I definitely would not take that. That seems ridiculously high. Uh, CBS has the Packers winning by 12. I no way. That's crazy. They, they have the Packers scoring 32 points. I think that's Ooh, insane. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, that's I a, fucking that's actually a good Jets defense, man. 
Carl Lawson is putting in one hell of a season. Well, and what Packer offense has made you think they can score 32 points I, in a game this I, year? I don't I don't know. So, I'm going to take the Packers. I like I said, they win this game 24-20. That's what I see in my I, I'm going to take the Packers too. I Do you know the Jets are 3 and 2? Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Nuts. And because of Joe Flacco. Zach Wilson, too. Yeah. Zach Wilson brought him from the dead. He's 2-0. Yeah, but Joe Flacco won that game in Cleveland. Or That's against fair. Cleveland, remember? Uh, Vince Lombardi I, I'm, I'm going to take the Packers. That. I'm Yeah, yeah. I'm taking the Packers. Okay, go ahead. Next. Next, uh, Vikings and Dolphins. Yep, give me Minnesota plus 21. Fucker! I said I ruined it. I Skylar Thompson. He's yeah, starting. I'm still taking the Vikings. Yeah. And I knew I, better. I claimed it. Vikings plus 21. Yeah, and I'm giving it to you only because I said it first. I jumped in last week mm-hmm. <laughs> and got burned. No, that was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, and I got burned on that right. one. And I almost had that 21 points, and they fucked me. Yeah. So I think with Skylar Thompson at the helm for Miami, that just seems uh, the game's at noon. I mean, that's just prime Kirk. Like, let's go. Justin Jefferson over under 132 yards. Over under 132 yards. I will take the under okay. just slightly. The Dolphins defense is pretty good. Okay, but uh, you want to guess the spread on this game? Nine and a half. <laughs> Minus three for Minnesota. What? <laughs> Do they not know Skylar Thompson's playing? <sighs> this says the Dolphins should have Teddy Bridgewater back to play. Just just saw uh, on ESPN now that it's going to be Skylar Thompson. Well, then I'm sure the spread is changing big time. Where is it? Right. Uh, I just saw it right here somewhere. I'll go to the NFL page and see if I can find it in the time. But, yeah, I'm definitely taking yeah, that's Minnesota. It, Skylar Thompson's going to play. I just saw it. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, see, look. Thompson to start. Two of throws, but oh, ruled well, out. I'm sure this spread changed drastically. No way. It's look, three look for the spread real fast uh, while I while I keep talking. Yeah, what's the next game? Um, next game is Panthers at Rams. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams plus 21. Yeah, that's the other game I was looking at if you were going to take is, this game. It's the better game than Tampa Bay, I think. Uh, I don't know. I think Tampa's going to whoop ass on seattle right now uh steelers pittsburgh oh sorry yeah steelers and i said seattle and i said seattle dolphins three and a half points jesus it moved a half point well that says teddy right there though and he's not playing uh where are you at dolphins why oh no don't go to dolphins why do like uh look like DraftKings or some shit like that you know like an actual i want to know what that spread is man okay Cause I bet you it's I bet you it's changed. Oh, that's four days that's ago. That's four days. This is one day. No, it's still, still Vikings three. I mean, if you can get that, go bet on that. No way, Skylar Thompson. There's keeps no them way within. the spread is at three and a half. It's definitely changed. It's gotta. Uh, next game, Cardinal. Oh, I assume you're taking the Rams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Why the fuck not? Cardinals and Seahawks. This is. Dicier than you think, right? I mean, considering Geno Smith's played better than Aaron Rodgers this year. Uh, right now, Arizona's a favorite by two and a half. It's in Seattle? Yeah. It's another place you can take home field advantage in. 12th man. Uh, Give me Seattle. Why not? Fuck it. I'm betting on Geno. 
all right. I'll take uh, I'll take Arizona. Yeah. We we've only had one split today. Other than that one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we need to kind of divvy it up just a little bit. Yeah, and the other one was New Orleans and Cincinnati. And, yeah, Cincinnati. yeah, like I'm totally cool with those split. Those yeah, are pretty yeah. toss up. Uh, next, it's Bills and Chiefs. Mm. I'm I'm gonna start off this one. Mm. I'm taking the Chiefs. I think this is that game where the Chiefs kind of launch themselves and really show them what's up. If the Eagles are undefeated next week and the Chiefs win this game, are you still going to put the Eagles above them? Yes, because the Eagles are playing the Cowboys. Hmm. I'm, I'm taking the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. That's what I just said. Yeah, I, I would be buy stupid. Into it. I would be stupid to not take the Chiefs. Now, if we lose, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I would, could see the Bills winning this game. Would you? Would you be surprised to know? Oh, oh no! Oh my, yeah, the Buffalo's the favorites. Oh my God! What? It's yeah. in Arrowhead, though, right? Yeah. What? What's the spread on that one? Minus three. Holy shit. These odds seem crazy to me this week then, I guess. I Obviously, you can tell I'm not a gambler, but I, wow. Dude, I, I wish, might take Chiefs money line on that. I, I really would. I, I don't know. Money, money line is only 118, plus 118. Oh, yeah. You then would, never mind. Yeah, you wouldn't make any money. It. But I'm just saying I think the Chiefs win that game outright. I would love. I mean, you know, I'm going to message my guy on Twitter, uh, Landoc. He's got all that shit. Uh, honestly, that'd be a dude to bring on one day to kind of get uh, everything. He has always said, check the weather. That's mm. the thing that the odds makers never take into effect. And uh, you know what? It makes complete sense to me. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs, too. I think that's the right call. Next up, Cowboys at Eagles. Is Holy this Sunday night? shit, the spread on this one. Is it Sunday night? Yeah. Ooh, Cooper Rush won a Sunday night game last year, right? That in was Dallas. Minis- in Dallas. That was the Minnesota game, I think. Eagles are minus six and a half. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, if they shut the run down, Philly's going to be fucked. They're going to be fucked. They they cannot pass the ball as good as people think. All right. They have great, great receivers. They do. Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown are nice. I don't think Jalen Hurts gets the ball there well enough. I'm, I, I got to take the Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles. You're not taking the Cowboys? <laughs> Are you going to take the Eagles? Yeah. Okay, I'll take the Cowboys. But I just got bullied out of that pick, to be fair. I'm going to take the Cowboys because I do think they can beat them. I think their defense is legit. This is this Legit is a- as fuck. Uh, like honestly, this is a game that I would not be surprised if they lost either. It's I, a divisional I game. This is a rivalry they did have you see, already. Did you see Jason Peters come out this week? No. <laughs> he he basically shit on the Eagles organization because now, or sorry, the fan base. Uh, you know, because dude is playing for the fucking Cowboys, right? Right. And he he called them a what was it like a bunch of dumb fucks or something mm. like that? Yeah. It said they're that fucking crazy. Well, uh, Philly fans are crazy. Everyone knows that. But you can't go play for the enemy and expect to be okay after. 
Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring up the the quote real it's fast. It's like if when Greg Jennings went to the Vikings, fuck him. Look what happened to him after. Uh, here, let me bring it up real fast. And Zadarius Smith on the Vikings. Oh my god, more annoying player in the NFL. Like, not really. Anything on it doesn't look great. I believe it. I believe Jason Peters shit on these Vic- er, on these Philly fans. Now I'm talking about Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, he he was. Oh yeah, he called them. I just know the Philly fans are a bunch of fucking idiots. Nice, but that Eagles fans pride themselves on being nasty. Mm. So it was one of those backhanded compliments. Nice. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's our week six picks. We don't do Mondays. Yeah, week six picks predictions sponsored today by the uh, price of milk. A gallon mm. of milk on the rise. Yeah, we uh, we here in Wisconsin have heard a lot about that. Yes. And uh, I'm glad some people in the state know the price of a gallon of milk. So, yeah, maybe their dad worked third shift and their mom was a teacher, too. So you don't know. Yeah. Hot takes. Hot takes. You go first on this one. I always go first. All right. Um Fuck, I had a hot take, and now I don't remember what the fuck Okay, I got a hot take for you. (laughs) I think the Milwaukee Brewers will trade either Woodruff, Burns, or Yelich in the offseason. Well, it's not Yelich, so don't worry about that. Exactly. But he might get packaged in with one of them. So I'm just going to lump it all in there. Yeah, I think this team's going to try to go even younger. Just get even more prospects. Fan base is going to be pissed. Not going to be able to sign them. They're going to do the same shit. Watch. That's what I'm predicting for the offseason. Maybe they go out and get a free agent. But I think it's more likely they trade away a star. Okay. Yeah, that's my pick. Um, I had a fucking hot take, and now I can't remember what the fuck it was. Mm. My hot take is that Tua is done. Sorry. Mm. Sorry, man. Wow. I mean, yeah. just turned your back so fast on him. I dude, So fast. Dude, it's a head injury, man. I yeah. think it's going to fuck with him. Okay. I think it's going to fuck with him big. As much as I don't want to. Yeah. You uh, sorry. Flake ass dude. All right, moving on. Fuck you. Let's go into the quick hits. Quick hit. And I got a great one to start us off. We talked about it, prefaced it. The big unit, Randy yeah. Johnson, in the news, relevant again. He photographs NFL games. Yeah, that was crazy. How long has he been doing this? I don't know. It can't be the, just started this week. No, right? with, social media has been around way too long. We would have found this out if it was any sooner. That's right? crazy. Um, I can imagine he can get really good camera shots being so fucking tall, right? That yeah. probably He's helps. He's just over everyone. <laughs> yeah, that probably helps a little bit in the camera world. That's a good one. Next, I'm moving on. Uh, I have, do you ever hear of this fair catch rule? You ever heard of that? Uh, so it's mean? in the, in high school and I think in the NFL. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure, but basically you can, uh, 
catch a fair you can fair catch a punt and from that spot of the ball you can take a free kick like a field goal okay. if you want okay it, we would just never see that in the NFL cuz when they punt it it's usually so far away yeah, like so there's worth no it. worth sure, to sure, do sure. it well cottonwood high school in salt lake city utah just did something like this where uh they had the opposing team punt it from their own end zone they got a shit punt out of it they then waved for the fair catch got a free kick and made a game-winning field goal on a free kick I mean that wasn't that wasn't a shit ass punt. I mean the dude punted in the back of the end zone. Don't he's a high schooler. He he made it what sixty yards? Uh no, that's not even close. Uh, that ball went to the thirty eight yard line. Oh, so it looked like a lot farther. You are across the room showing me on your phone. They My they bad. had three guys back there. And they knew exactly what they were doing. They wanted to catch the ball. And they wanted to get this free kick. They must know they have a really good kicker. I mean, that's a 52-yard kick, free, whatever. In high school, that's pretty legit. I don't care. Wanted to shout that out. Didn't know anything about it. I wonder if we'll ever see it in the NFL. Um, And then for my third quick hit, I was going to talk about the goose, but I already brought that up. Womp womp. Uh, I guess right now, I think that Tyreek Hill removing the ping pong table and then ah oh, that was going to be my quick hit you fuck and then getting in like getting beat up for playing video games like after I I would just like to say there is a difference between what you do in your productivity at your job versus what you do in your free time so if Tyreek Hill wants to go to work and put in work and then wants to go play fucking video games whenever he wants to go play video games, he should be allowed to play video games. Uh, I also am going to half shit on Mike McDaniels uh, for that because he said that when the teammates got together and took out that ping pong table, that showed leadership. Shut up. Honestly, it's not that big of a fucking deal. Right. Just don't play ping pong when you shouldn't play ping pong then. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, that seems like you got a lot of immature fucks on your team. If yeah. They're like... Uh, can we finish this ping pong game first? Like, yeah. <laughs> what? All right. My quick hits. Thank God I, I planned for just in case. Uh, first one isn't necessarily like super sports related, but uh, Dwayne Johnson got a lot of heat this week. Um, He was down in Mexico City. I mean, the XFL owner. Yeah, that's what I'm Dwayne saying. Johnson. Like I said, it's, it's like sports adjacent. Yeah. Dude's about to wrestle Roman Reigns. Like. He will. They're they're teasing it. They've been teasing it for years. Uh, so get ready, like get ready, world. Um, but yeah, last week uh, he was in Mexico City and he had a woman <laughs> crowd surf a baby to him. Yeah, uh, and he's getting a lot of flack and it, you know people questioning the safety of the stunt. So. I know your answer now. Like if if your child right now could crowd surf to the rock as a six year old child, you would do it, right? No, no, no way. Not as a six year old child. I mean, oh, the as new a six year old. Yes, that's what well, I'm saying. Okay, a six year old. Yeah, right now like, I could 
But I, it also depends that on baby how is far. Way, that's a baby. That is a brand that is new a ass baby. baby. Yes. yes. So that's where I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to see how old. Um, I mean, that child might be six months. Yeah, like, like that is a young child. Young ass young, baby. Yeah, baby, cannot baby, talk baby, baby. anything. No. I can't walk on its own. I mean, a baby's walking by itself by eight months. That baby is brand ass new, right? I think it's a little irresponsible. Yeah, I do. Not a little. It's very <laughs> it's, irresponsible. It's pretty irresponsible. Now, <laughs> would I charge up through the front? Like, oh, Dwayne also came out uh, and was, said he thought the man was holding a toy doll, which is like, you're like, why are you asking for the toy doll to get crowd surfed up? Like, that's weird. Well, if you're in the front <laughs> row, would you hand your baby to the rock? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't seem as no, bad. No, if I'm right there, but this baby crowd surfed. Yeah. Lots of grubby hands touch yes. this newborn innocent yes. child. Very, very you risky You got a problem, move. dude. Very risky move. All right. Uh, my second one, is, this is kind of an old story. Um, like, the, the story itself was written on October 6th. But I wanted to bring it up because I didn't know about it. North Dakota State College, North Dakota State College of Science. Uh, is that it's different? Yeah, I, I, I would assume yes. I would assume right? yeah. It's in uh, Wapaton, North Dakota. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's where North Dakota State is, but uh, okay. But one of their, I, I don't want to say star players, uh, Ray Rushall. Mm-hmm. You heard of him? No. Lineman. Uh, just recently got brought onto the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a tryout. Uh, and actually proved, showed his worth. Got put on as a starter. Right? Cool. He is 49 years old. Oh, I did hear about this. What the fuck? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I Are did. you insane? Yeah. He's a bald ass white guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude looks like... Uh, Dude looks like Dustin Rhodes. Like a gold dust. He just looks like a gym teacher. <laughs> That's kind of what I get from him more. Uh, yeah. I wonder, you should look up his stats. Because I think he plays on defense. So you should look no, up No, no. I think he's an offensive lineman. Oh, I thought he was a defensive end. Does it say uh, in there? Oh, my God. You're right. He's yeah. a backup defensive lineman. What's his name? Ray Russell? Yeah. Uh, R-U-S... C-H-E-L. And it's North Dakota State, State College of Science. Okay. I'll look that up. You keep going with your quick head. This dude is nuts. Uh, a former Army and National Guard member, two decades. Russell was working a night shift as a night shift mechanic at North Dakota Sugar Beet Factory when he decided to enroll at the College of Science. Uh, yeah. He then... Just wanted to, like, expand a little bit more. And he learned the school had a football team among its six sports. <laughs> and that, despite his age, he was eligible. And, so, yeah, he said, uh, quote, something just clicked in my head. Like, why not play? Well, you know, you're, surprise. Dude, you're old as shit. You're going to die. Uh, he approached the coach, uh, Eric Eisendorf, who is a year younger than Russell. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Best part about this, he's listed as a freshman, right? Yeah. <laughs> it. He is. He is uh the what is it? Brandon Wheeler, right? Whedon. Whedon. Brandon Whedon. He is the new Brandon Whedon man. Uh he has not recorded a sack yet this year. <laughs> um 
It looks like he does have one tackle. Ooh. Yeah. One solo tackle. And he's got two assists. So three tackles all year. <laughs> like more like one. And two assists one, are like two, half. three, two, four, five, six games. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Good for him. Do you want to hear his schedule? Yeah. Okay. So he works an overnight shift. Then fits in a couple hours at the at the gym after he gets off at 8 a.m. each day. After a few hours of schoolwork online uh, at, near, at his apartment near campus, Russell then grabs some rest before an afternoon practice, which runs until about 7 p.m. Then back to his apartment where he showers and eats before he lays down for a little bit and then goes back to do an overnight work. Fuck yeah, Ray. That is some crazy shit. We'll get uh, Ray Russell on the pod. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's going to happen. We can do that. Yeah, we that's easy. Absolutely do that's that. That's easy. We can get that. Uh, and my last one, the Colorado Avalanche did their banner raising ceremony. Did you see that? No, but I saw their rings. Uh, oh, I did not see that. I know you're, you're a big ring guy. Yeah. But uh, the theme of last year's uh, postseason run was all the small things, right? So they brought in the lead singer of, I'm oh, sorry, bassist and vocalist Mark Hoppus from Blink 182 to do the banner raising ceremony. I'm going to send you this clip. He got the entire crowd to sing all the small things. And, and it's, it, you know, like there's just something about that when a crowd sings. It, it's so fucking electric. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And, and maybe it, it's because like all the small things is my generation of song. You know, I'm, I'm like 10 years old when that song came out and I love that banger, but yeah, between the other small things, right? Uh, also had a great Say video. it ain't so. Yes. I already yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Lines off. Carry me on. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, I will also laugh. I mean, that song would go crazy in a crowd to be fair. Too. Well, well I, it's, it's very funny though, because like they know some of the lyrics, right? They sing all the small things and then it kind of trails off. Yeah. Yeah, and then they're like, "Say it ain't so." Right. I will not yes. go. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and it's great. So I'll send you that clip. Well, here's the box. Did you not see this? You got to look at this. They unveil it, and then it's like a full TV with a montage of their season. Jesus Christ! In the box with their rings, which look pretty sexy as well, as you can see right there. Oh yeah, very clean. Oh yeah, dude, I, I'm I'm all for it. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. Like I said, this this whole thing was so fucking rad. Here, listen, I'm gonna play it real fast. Electric shit, right? So again, throw that in. Let the let the the fans listen to it. Uh, because if you're not enjoying hockey, man, you're missing out. Hockey's fucking awesome. Uh, it's absolutely wild. Sweet, yes. All right, I think that's going to wrap us up here on Down the Wire. This one jam-packed full of shit. Yeah, we went. This is a long one, dude. Hour 50? Ooh. Yeah, but it was a good episode. It was a good episode, I think. And I got a couple of things to, like, chop out here and there, whatever. But 
We'll be all right, I think. That is going to wrap us up for this episode of Down the Wire. Do you got any closing remarks, Dave? Anything you want to get off your chest real quick? Oh, uh, off my chest? I don't know. I was just wondering. Uh, like I said, hey, thank you all for uh, kind of listening and following us for, what are we on, 88 episodes. Dude, that's crazy. And that's not including, you know... Uh, the extra episodes. I think officially this one is the 95th thing we've posted. Yeah, we're we're fucking we're committed to this, and the people that are listening sound like they're pretty committed to with the uh, type of reception. And uh, you know, thank you for being patient uh, as we kind of go through making our upgrades and stuff uh, coming coming down the wire. <laughs> I'm uh, saying we got a patent down the wire. I hear it so much. Let's do it. We got to, we'll look into it. Yeah. We'll but, uh, it. but seriously, like it's awesome. And I'm glad, uh, glad you're enjoying the content. So be prepared to hear a lot more from us. Yes. And if you guys do enjoy us, you can always check us out wherever you guys get your podcast. Make sure you download it. Spotify, Apple podcasts, Stitcher. Yes. That's the one I always forget. Always. Google. Po- it was Google podcasts, <laughs> but now it's Stitcher. Uh, Pandora, we're on that. Some too. Tinder shit. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we yeah we'll get a exclusive OnlyFans uh, podcast episode out now. We'll set that up instead of a Patreon. And if you don't want to check us out any of those places, that's fine. You don't have to. You can always check us out and download us on thechairshot.com. Our early two thousands alternative song is Stacy's Mom. Peace. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. Sports podcast down the wire. Every time we